I have worked my entire adult life to try and find routines that work for me. But no matter how well I planned or whatever routine I was trying to create, I would ultimately fail at keeping up with it. So I had to figure out a way to change that. I needed to feel like I had a routine in my daily life as a working mom with a flexible schedule. And then it dawned on me. I shouldn't be trying to create just one routine. I should be creating several. I'm telling you, this small item completely changed my way of thinking. So let's get to it and discuss the secret to finding routines and sticking to them. remember the days of planning out full days, like completely full from sun up to sundown to try and get into a routine. I would use anything from my planner to regular notebooks. I even changed my planner to an hourly layout to try and help with this and nothing seemed to work. My husband and I had full on conversations about routines and how to get into them and how to stick to them and nothing seemed to be working. But I figured out the problem. And the problem was that I had scheduled out everything. And I actually left very little time for real life to happen. And let's be honest, life is constantly changing. So it's so hard to have a routine that's going to be the same each and every day. And every time I would try and get onto a new routine, I would feel like a failure. So I had to figure out a way around feeling like I was going to fail at every routine I made. And that's when I realized it was about creating small routines to add to my daily life. And this was so drastic in my way of thinking. I had never even considered the idea of just picking out small areas of my life to make into simple routines. Because when you think of routine, you think it has to be this whole big to-do, and it really doesn't. Anything that you do habitually becomes a routine, right? And so that's what I set out to do with small little routines. So let's talk about some of them, and hopefully you'll get some ideas about how to create these routines or adapt them for your own daily life. So the first one I want to talk about is my sleep routine. So this sleep routine is by far one of the best things I have ever done in my life, period. I talked about it with my primary care doctor and my therapist. We got a system and a schedule and some things that worked for me, and we were ready to rock and roll. So here's what we did, and really what I did because I was the one doing it at home. You start by taking, by looking at whatever time you want to go to bed. So say you want to go to bed at 10 o'clock. Maybe you start your bedtime routine at nine. You could start a little bit later, depending on how long you wanted to take a shower or a bath. But I chose to make it about an hour. So you go into your room, you turn down overhead lights, you turn on your bedside lamps, anything with, with low dim light. You put your phone away, so either on the charger or you just leave it in the kitchen, the family room, etc. 
So from now on, you have no screens, no phone, no TV, nothing. And you get your pajamas ready, lay them out on your bed. The lights are down. You go and take a shower or a bath. It doesn't have to be super long. You don't have to relax in the tub for an hour. You just have to get yourself nice and warm, cozy, feeling a little bit tired. And then you get out, do your skincare routine, whatever it is you want to do to get ready for bed. Put on pajamas, climb into bed with a book. The book is obviously of your choosing. I chose personally Harry Potter because one, obviously, but also I knew that I get sucked into books and I didn't want to be staying up extra late to try and read a book when I was super excited about it. I've read Harry Potter so many times that I knew I could put it down if I needed to and if I was feeling tired. So you climb into bed with a book and you read, say, a chapter a day, less if you want, more if you want. But I guarantee by the time you have turned down the lights, taken a shower or a bath, done your nighttime routine with skincare, whatever it is, and then gotten into bed with a book, you are going to feel so relaxed and it is by far the best sleep I've ever gotten, truly. And what I love about this routine is that you can adapt it to you. You know, if you have a meditation that you want to do on your alarm clock, or if you have one of those clocks that has the sun down and the sunrise type of thing, you can set that up to go along with this as well. Whatever it is that makes you feel all sleepy and cozy without getting out your phone or watching TV is a plus. So highly, highly recommend giving the sleep routine a try if you're having trouble falling or staying asleep. And once I started getting better sleep, my anxiety started to go down and I was at just a lower baseline and everything else became easier to do. So my sleep routine was where I started with routines in general. The next routine that I'm going to talk about is actually something that I only do once a month, which is interesting because I'm talking about daily routines to change your life. And this is something that affects our daily life throughout the year. But I only have to do it once a month, which is amazing. And this is <laughs> this is something I have taken literally years to try and perfect. And I have finally found a system that works. And it is meal planning. Let me tell you, the idea of meal planning is something that was very elusive for a while. I did not know how I was going to be able to meal plan and take care of the kids and grocery shop. And when I was doing it weekly, it was okay, but I just had to keep doing it. And it was very difficult. So I finally figured out that for us personally, meal planning monthly is the way to go. And it sounds like a huge task, right? To start meal planning for an entire month. But I'm going to give you a few secrets. We use Emily Lay's simplified magnet calendar. So it's a monthly calendar. It goes onto the fridge. That's where we put ours. 
and it's a dry or wet erase. So you just write down everything that you want for the month. And then the next month, I do it all over again with new meals. And that way we can see it all the time. We know exactly what's for dinner. It's not a, a guessing game or, you know, opening up the fridge at five o'clock and deciding what are we going to have. It's already there. We can plan ahead for the day when we see it in the morning. So this is what we did to make it easier. Because I've tried meal planning for by the month before, and I was never able to stick to it until I figured out these couple tricks. First of all, have certain days where you do the same thing. So here's how we go through our week. And I'm going to start with Monday because that's what day the calendar starts on the simplified calendar. So Monday is the day that Will and I get takeout. We get takeout and have our date night at home. And it's a great way for us to start the week. And I'll talk about that more later. But it makes a huge difference to know that every Monday is going to be the same thing. If it's this it doesn't have to be the same location, but we know that Mondays are set and the kids get something easy for dinner. Tuesday and Wednesday, I cook. And for those meals, I try and go off of things that I know are family favorites. And also I go through one or two cookbooks that I know are my absolute favorites and go-tos and ones that are going to give me great meals every single time. But here's the trick. When you pick out the cookbook, say you have a recipe for pasta. When you write that on the calendar, write, you know, pasta with meatballs, whatever the recipe is, and then underneath it, write the page number of the cookbook. So that way you are able to easily reference and figure out what you need in terms of ingredients when you get to that week and the grocery shopping. So always, always put that page number there. So Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I cook either family favorites or from one or two cookbooks each month. Sometimes the cookbooks rotate. Sometimes they stay the same. But I try not to go crazy using five different cookbooks to try and prep for the month. Then after we get Tuesday, Wednesday, and we hit Thursday, Thursday is leftovers. So whatever we have for us and the kids from the rest of the week. It's not always the same, but that's what we do. We do leftovers. Friday is another set day. Friday is pizza. Ever since Henry started preschool, we have made Friday our pizza and a movie night. So that's what we do. We get pizza and whether it be frozen pizza or pizza from somewhere else, that's our day. Takes up four or five days every month with just pizza. And then Saturdays and Sundays, we either cook, sometimes we do leftovers. It just is kind of based on what I'm cooking the rest of the week. Um, sometimes we'll have like a family picnic or something like that. But if you have been doing the math in your head, you're only really planning for four days a week. Because we have takeout one night, we have leftovers one night, and pizza one night. That's three days that you don't have to do. And that's the same thing every week. So you're only cooking three, maybe four days a week. 
I usually try to go with three. We usually make Sundays another leftover night. And that works out pretty well for us. One of the things that doing this by month has done is that it makes grocery shopping so much easier every week because we don't shop for the month, obviously. We shop each week. And being able to go up to the calendar and see what the menu is for the week and shop based on that, it not only saves us time, it saves us money and energy that we can be spending elsewhere. So lots and lots of good things about meal planning by the month. Highly recommend it. So after your meal and before you go to bed, you can incorporate this next routine into either your sleep routine or it can be a standalone routine on its own. And that is skincare. For me, skincare was not something that I really knew a lot about until quite recently. One of my best friends got very into skincare, now has her own skincare Instagram account. You should definitely check her out. It's Ade Thinks, A-D-E Thinks. Check her out. And she really showed me the fun that can be had in skincare. And she directed me to some people on Instagram and the internet to start following. And so I've listened to them because I don't know anything. And so it's really nice to be able to follow people that do know everything and can give me sound advice. Caroline Hirons is one of those people. Ade gave me her skincare book and it is Truth be told, the only book I read cover to cover in 2020. So it's a phenomenal book with so much information. But what I love about their skincare advice, whether it be Caroline Hirons or Ade or someone else on the World Wide Web who knows what they're doing is an esthetician. I love that it's not just about putting a bunch of stuff on your skin for no reason. There is a reason to it. There is a method to it. And it can be truly a very personal and creative experience in a way. So that sounds quite deep for skincare, but it's true. I love it. And the things that I've learned from Caroline and Ade and just my own experimentation is that you should not start with 15 different products, right? I would watch these women put on all these different products and I just, I didn't even know what order they should go in, which ones I needed. It was very difficult. So start with a few products, start with three, two even, and go from there. Figure out what works for you and what doesn't and follow people to get their advice because it's so, so worth it. So for me, I do my skincare routine in the morning at night, either after I've showered or just after I've washed my face. Um, And it just makes me feel so cozy. And like I've really taken care of myself, even if, you know, I don't have hair and makeup done Um, Even if I'm just going to bed, it's so relaxing to do before I go to sleep to just put on all my products and climb into my bed. It's just the best. So 
definitely recommend that as a standalone routine or as part of your sleep routine as well. And while we're on the topic of feeling cozy, curling up in bed with a cozy pair of pajamas is one of my favorite things to do. And Cozy Earth has the best bedding and pajamas. I know nice pajamas can feel like a big investment, so Cozy Earth makes it super easy to try out their products with a 30-day free trial and a 10-year warranty. What? That is amazing. Plus, right now, they're offering my listeners 40% off of your entire purchase using my code CuratingCozyPodcast. So run, don't walk to get yourself the coziest night's sleep you've ever had. So I mentioned earlier when I talked about the meal planning routine, how every Monday night is our date night, and that is part of our set schedule, and it's a routine that we do every week, and it is such a great one. And it is honestly one of my favorite routines that we have as a couple, for sure, because we get the kids to bed, and then Will goes to get food, and we come back, and we just eat by ourselves and watch TV and have a nice, relaxing night together. It is honestly the best way to start the week because the weekends for us are all about family. And especially if, you know, we we don't have family in town and it's hard to get babysitters. And so our weekends are really full of family time, house projects, and just a lot of togetherness. It's not a ton of slowing down. So Monday night is the best time for us to just slow down, kind of decompress from the weekend and reset ourselves to start the week. So it's a slightly unconventional day for a date, but it really is so fun. It's way more fun than I expected it to be. And before we have our date night, we try and get the house as clean as we possibly can. Because for me, at least, having a clean and tidy house is something that helps keep my anxiety down. It helps me feel like I don't need to be doing anything else. I can just actually sit and relax and decompress. So to get the house tidy before the kids go to bed, we have them help us. So we'll set a timer and turn on some music really loud and see how much we can get done in 10 or 15 minutes. And the kids love it. It's all about working together. They love that we're helping them clean. And it's a really fun way to teach them a valuable life skill and get the house clean. So definitely recommend that. The timer is great by itself, but adding music makes it so much fun. And then, you know, we take dance breaks um, and they just, the kids just have a blast. So, and then from there we start their nighttime routine. It's pretty great. Okay. So you might be thinking, these routines sound great and these are great ideas. And I have some more ideas that I want to take to beyond, but... I don't know how to get started. How do you even get these routines started? And here's my advice. Don't try to change everything about your daily routine at once. Even your weekly or monthly routine at once. It's going to feel so overwhelming and we do not want to feel like 
failures, right? With these new routines. So choose one place to start, create a small routine and go from there because you want to feel successful and not get burned out. So when you feel like you have a handle on the first new routine, say you started with sleep, you think you have a handle on that, then you start another one. Remember, these routines aren't about scheduling every single second of your day. They're about finding chunks of time, whether it be five minutes, 30 minutes, an hour in different parts of your day to help the rest of the unpredictable parts run smoothly, right? That's truly the key. A routine is not setting every minute of your day so that you have no time to do anything unpredictable or there's no flexibility when things go awry, right? Life changes all the time and we have to be able to adapt. And so these routines are to help the other parts run smoothly. There was a time when I truly thought that I would never, ever be a routine person. I saw people who seemed like they had everything together and were living comfortably thanks to their perfect routines. But once I stopped comparing myself to others and really just focused on what was going to work for me and my family, that's when everything changed. I realized that routines weren't an elusive concept, but actually they were a great tool that I was able to use to aid in my daily life. And the benefits went beyond just things running smoothly during the day. I was getting better sleep. I was able to have more time with my family and my husband and my anxiety started to go down. There are so many things that happened because I started these tiny routines. And I know my routines will not stay the same forever and they've already changed so much and I don't expect them to stay the same. But I do know that now I can adapt and change them to whatever life throws my way. So I hope that you're ready to take some pen to paper and start planning out your first routines. As always, I sincerely appreciate you joining me today. I can't wait to share more ways to curate your coziest self on our next episode. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. <laughs>